Hey boondockers, where are you staying tonight? I'm Jeremy Storton. I'm an advanced Cicerone, host of the Good Beer Matters podcast, and an occasional traveler. I'll be your host as we search for a great place to stay and a happier life on the road. This is the Roads and Stays Audio Magazine, the best 30 minutes you'll spend all day. Bring joy back to your email with the RV Hacks and Humor Newsletter. Our monthly email is packed with memes, videos, guides, and news straight to your inbox. Subscribe today via the link in our description box. Hey there, travelers. Welcome back to the Roads and Stays audio magazine brought to you by Harvest Hosts. You know, I love a good story. I love romantic comedies and the hero's tale. But I especially love the story of the healing journey. We see this in the movies, but they're pretty rare in real life. These stories cause us to reflect and beg the questions, what would you really like to do in your life? And what would it take for you to go do it? My next guest is living that story and guides us through the process of finding our life well-lived. But first, here's the latest in RV news. A must-visit Harvest Host location in the South for the winter. If you plan on heading through Piedmont, South Carolina this winter, be sure to check out Golden Grove Farm and Brew while on your way. They are a microbrewery known for their delicious beers brewed on site, their live music nights, their nine-hole disc golf course, and their friendly atmosphere. Go to the show notes to book a stay at the Golden Grove Farm and Brew. The IDS launches their RV Dealership Industry Trends Report. In November, Integrated Dealer Systems, or IDS, launched their 2024 industry report. Key trends in the report include consumer predictions on how interest rate hikes will affect the RV industry, the importance of technology and user experience, and a whole lot more. For the RV business review of the report, check out the link in the show notes. Harvest Host Adventure Series members share their RV renovation stories. Harvest Host has released the sixth episode of their adventure series. In this video, get practical tips for how to renovate and restore components of your RV in a way that works for your needs and your budget. Go to the Harvest Host channel on YouTube to watch the full episode. Find Harvest Host at the RV Technology Summit. After the Tampa RV Show on January 18th, Harvest Host is hosting the RV Technology Summit alongside industry partners RV Life, Outdoorsy, and Romley. At the RV Tech Summit, attendees will hear from industry leaders about subjects such as navigation, destinations, affordability, evolution of the industry, and a whole lot more. Want to learn more about this event? Check out the link in our show notes. Connect with us each month as we bring a monthly roundup of news about RV life. We'll highlight new RVs, tech that makes your travels better, all of the happenings in the outdoor space, and of course, some of the best farms, wineries, breweries, and more around North America. In the meantime, you can stay in touch with your Harvest Host team through our chat system at harvesthosts.com. Small towns scattered from sea to sea have a ton to offer, but accessing them isn't always easy. With Harvest Hosts and Boondockers Welcome, you'll have the chance to stay at local farms, wineries, golf courses, private properties, and more. 
The all-access plan gives you unlimited overnight stays with the largest and most fun camping network at over 7,000 locations across North America without any camping fees. One yearly fee is the same cost as three to four nights at a typical campsite. Say goodbye to Wally docking and instead wake up on the farm. And now onto the show. Well, good morning, everyone, or maybe good afternoon. I really don't know where you are in the world or in, in the States right now, but hopefully you're uh, either driving or uh, to somewhere amazing or sitting in your camp chair somewhere amazing, partly because I have an amazing story for you. And this being the holidays, this is a great time to share some of these stories. So so grab a drink, put your feet up if you can, or if not, just you know, keep your eyes on the road and listen to the story. Um, but um, you know, my next guest, uh, it, it, we were just talking about this online. I love the story where someone is enduring the life of corporate structure and, and there's that catalyst that gets them to depart that path and to find something better. So, uh, Robin Barrett, welcome to the Roads and Stays audio magazine. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So uh, I, I'm going to just do a quick little rundown, and please add to it as you see fit. But uh, but you are a, uh, a full time uh, van lifer. Uh, you uh, you run the the site and the YouTube channel Creativity RV. Uh, you've given a TEDx talk about your experience uh, in that, and that can be found on uh, YouTube Land. And you've also written a couple books that we're definitely going to talk about uh, toward the end. Uh, Be a nomad, change your life, and work from home while you roam. Did I get? Exactly. Did I get it? Yeah, except for I'm not in a van. You're not in a van. Okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm in an airstream right now. It's my fifth rig. It's so fifth I've, rig. I've been in almost everything. A van and a class A are the only two I've left to try. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and you know, I'm six foot five, so it would have to be a really tall van for me to try and pull off. And and so right. it's, it's one of those things where you got to, you got to find the perfect thing. And until you, until you try out a bunch of different things, how do you know? Right. Right. And then your life changes, you know, different things happen and one rig is better than another rig. Yeah. It's like the Goldilocks syndrome with like ever, like a constant evolving knees, right? Exactly. I tell people all the time, they get so hung up on what rig to pick. And that was true for me too, before I started. But now I tell people, you're not, you're not picking the rig, you're picking the life. Yes. And the rig can change. My, my first rig that got me into this lifestyle, and I've never done it full time. Uh, but you know, my first my first rig was my dream vehicle, and it was a, uh, a 1993 uh, VW Vanagon uh, multivan. Mm. So it was one of those with a pop-up, but no stove. It just had a table and rear-facing seats. I could bring in all my friends, and mm-hmm. and and that was that was the the life changer. That's what gave me that taste of the good life, and and I've been right. pursuing it as best I can ever since. So it doesn't have to be something fancy. It can be something. It could be something as minimal as a 1993 VW van, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. So uh, we, we talked about this, but um, and without going into too much detail, but just, I mean, to set the stage, to set the scene of the story, you, you were you got into corporate, you did your corporate thing, uh, you put your head down and 20 years went by, 
right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the big thing for me is that um, I'm a writer and a painter. And, you know, that's what my degrees are in. And, you know, I was a literary agent and a starving writer for years. And then I sold out to the man, you know, the, and I thought the, that. Oh. All because of the paycheck and the in the benefits, oh, yeah. like oh, it's too hard to yeah, pass up. Yeah, the health I, I, insurance. Yeah, and um, you know, I thought I would write a novel, you know, at night and on the weekends, and it just never happened. And like you said, I woke up and twenty years had gone by. I thought it would be two years, and I would escape, but it wasn't. So I had a great corporate job, you know, but um, I was suffering, just trying to get to the end of it. Yeah, not living life. And, yeah. and it, it, it breaks my heart to say that I've heard that version, uh, a similar version of that story many, many, many times where it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I took this job because it was the right thing for me and my family and the finances and, and budget and everything else. And mm -hmm. I just put my head down for a second. And next thing I knew, yeah, 20 years had gone by. And, right. But, but that's just. They don't have to do that anymore. They don't have to. But, they... but I'm sorry, please continue. Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, my biggest pet peeve now, um, you know, uh, for life is when people get stuck. And, you know, 20 years ago, you couldn't get health insurance outside of a job. You couldn't work remotely. You know, there's all kinds of options now. And I think people are still stuck in this paradigm that tells them that for safety, they have to be in that corporate job and have that 401k. All of that is possible outside of the corporate structure now. And, you know, it doesn't mean that RV life is for everyone. It's not, but nobody really has to be stuck or they don't have to be maybe as stuck as they, they think they have to be. Well, and I think a common theme with that is there's a sense of uh, a, a certain degree of security and stability that we all crave, mm -hmm. but we have to recognize that that is defined in a million different ways. And, and, I... and, and maybe, maybe we have to redefine what that is. We have to right. redefine what that looks like and reprioritize. Would you agree with that? Oh, completely. Yeah. It doesn't do you any good to work in a job you hate for 20 years. And then the day you retire, you die or you get sick while you're, you're in that job. And then the, every reason you've had for doing it just goes out the window. Yeah. Uh, and how many stories have we heard, whether, whether they're just stories we heard through the grapevine or actual people that we know who shared these stories where, this person retired and two weeks later they have a heart attack and it's like, right. well, what, what was the point of, of all that, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, the other part of your story that, that I, I just want to touch on and for anyone who wants to get the, the full complete story, go to your TEDx talk because you tell it masterfully and, and it is a very touching impassioned story. But, but while you were, sister lay on her proverbial deathbed. She mm -hmm. made a comment to you that changed your outlook, that changed everything for you. Do I, and please correct me Absolutely. if I have that wrong. Yeah. Tell me about that comment. Tell me about that moment. Yeah. So my sister, Terry, um, was two years older than I was, and we were in the same field and we were pretty competitive about it. And, um, you know, she thought that her escape from the corporate job that she had was to get her master's. So she got her master's degree at night and never got a chance to enjoy that because shortly thereafter she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and um, passed away six months later. And so I took care of her for her last like six weeks. 
And um, one day she said, do you like your job? And what are you going to say to somebody, you know, that's dying? You go, yeah, yeah, you know, I like my job. And she said, hmm, well, I've always imagined you in Paris with a sketchbook. In fact, I've recorded a bunch of House Hunters International for us to watch together. And just in that second, I knew that um, I had to make a change. And actually, I forget one part that you're, you're probably thinking from the TED Talk. Um, she said, if you had two years to live, would you keep the job? And she was two years older than I was. So the implication was, you know, if you were 46 at the time and you had no time left, would you be sorry that you kept that job? And, um, you know, I knew that if I was going to die in two years, I had to get out. I had to do the stuff that I was going to do, that I wanted to do. And um, so I lasted six more months of my corporate job and the whole time I was planning. And then I took a consulting job um, for a couple of years to work part time. And I wrote a couple of um, fictional books and just to try and make a living to go on the road and bought my first RV sight unseen online, flew out to get it and moved into it full time. And I had never been in an RV. I had never been camping. Everyone in my life thought I was nuts. And now it's been six years and it's the best thing I've ever done. And, and, and you've proven to them that you are nuts and <laughs> to, to, to the point that you are, you are living a joyful life and no one does that. No one, no one lives the life of their dreams. We're supposed to be in that job with the safety and the security and the paycheck right. and the benefits. And, right. and so it is nuts to just go out and just be like, oh my gosh, I am unabashedly happy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I had a plan. It's not like, that's why I didn't, you know, quit my job, you know, and, and go out right away. I, I planned for two years because I wanted to make sure that I was out of debt. This is me. Everybody's different. But I I thought that I could make a living if I could make like 1400 bucks a month. And I knew from my past experience as a freelance writer that I could do that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I bought my rig, you know, in full with, with no car note and had no debt. And um, I decided if I didn't, make enough as a writer, I would go work at an Amazon fulfillment center, you know, during the holidays. Cause I, that was better to me, which I mean, does not sound fun to me, but that was better to me to be able to, you know, write and paint for eight months and then go to an Amazon center. If I had to for four months out of the year, you know, just to make ends meet. Now, I mean, I, you know, I still save for my retirement. You know, I have health insurance. It's not like you can't do these things. You oh, can. Good. I, I was going to ask you about all this, all these details because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we if you have the good life of benefits and a paycheck, we don't necessarily want yeah. to give that part up. But right. you found well, a solution. Yeah, I actually I have resources for all of this um, in both of my books. But you know, you can save for your own retirement in an IRA. You can get health insurance if your resident state is a state that has the Affordable Care Act. And that doesn't mean necessarily you're on Medicaid. You can go into an exchange. I pay for my health insurance. Yep. Um, you know, but if you make under a certain amount in a lot of states, you can be on Medicaid. You know, there's a lot of options. You don't you don't have to be tethered to a location dependent job or you can still get all of that from an employer. But just work remotely. I mean, because remote work has exploded. I think, you know, I'm, I'm pulling a stat from um, from my book that I don't have with me, but you can go in and make a case to your current employer that you want to be a remote worker because statistically they save, I think it's $21,000 per employee that goes remote. 
because of savings and in infrastructure cost. So just know you don't have to change everything. You can actually make a case and maybe take your current gig somewhere else. Maybe not if you're a car mechanic or a heart surgeon or something. Yeah. The, there are certain things where you kind of need to be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, heart surgeon uh, is one of them. You can't do that remotely. Yeah. Um, at least not, not yet. yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and when I think about the story, um, I, you know, I, I, I love quotes. I, I have a repository of quotes, and one of my favorite quotes is from uh, Henry David Thoreau, and he talked about, you know, I went into the woods because when I came to die, I did not want to discover that I had not lived. And mm. and your story is really talking about that. Um, yes, and 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 it it kind of motivated me, and and not in a not in a macabre way, not, not in a horrible way, but a couple of years ago, I, I set myself a task to basically write a, if I had one year to live, what would I do? And it's similar to that question your sister asked you. And, and I would encourage anyone to do that because think yes. about, okay, let's, let's say you've got 365 days left, plan them out. And, and right. to me, it's like, you know, I, another question I ask myself to, on the same, same vein of thinking is, you know, what is it you're willing to die for? And when you have an answer to that, then the next question is, why aren't you living for that? Right. And, 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 and so what we're talking about is you wanted to write, you wanted to paint, you wanted to right. create, you wanted to share stories, you wanted to live. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you've done that. Why is that yeah. so scary for other people to take that step? Why is it so such a hurdle for us? Did you know that Roads and Stays is also a magazine? We cover RV news, personal stories, and keep you in the know on tips, discounts, and future events. So what are you waiting for? Download Roads and Stays today. You know, I have people all the time that say, well, it must be easy for you. You know, nice for you. Um, and there are people that are in circumstances where they can't do what I do. Um, you know, maybe they're taking care of an elderly parent or something. A lot of people are in the planning stages to do this. But I think more so, you know, it's just fear of the unknown. And my fear of not living the life I wanted to live was greater for me than the fear of the unknown. Like one just eclipsed the other one. You know, after my sister got sick and died, um, I was afraid I was going to die, <laughs> you know, Um it's just natural, you know, like I kept thinking, you know, when is it going to be me? When is it going to be me? And so it really pushed me out to do what I did. And of course I'm fine, you know, and yeah. now, you know, I have the last um, six years of experiences and things I've created and the people that I've met and I've only scratched the surface because I took that leap. I wish that I had done it younger, honestly, but yeah. you know, the, the timing was right, I think, to do it. But people don't have to be stuck and they don't have to be that scared. There are so many resources out there that will tell people, you know, how to get out and do more of the things that they want to do. Just take the yeah. leap. I would say just get, dip your toe in. The water's warm out here. Don't be scared. It's scarier to die not having lived a full life than it is to try something new to yeah. me. It, it's almost, it's almost like, uh, we, we need to just, just say that death is mandatory. Living right. is optional. The choice is yours. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we, we do come from a paradigm where the safety came from the, you know, the corporate job because that's where we, you know, 
paid for our housing, supported our kids, paid for our food, got our health insurance, you know, saved up a little bit of money so maybe we could retire and hopefully we're healthy enough to enjoy it. I mean, that is just the paradigm that I was raised with. And I think a lot of people were raised with. Um, it doesn't have to be like that now. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. You choose. Absolutely. And so for those of us who do choose or who are ready to choose, well, now now we're talking about logistics. Okay, we've chosen. We're going to buy that uh, RV sight unseen. We're going to move in. Our family's going to think we're nuts. Great, mm -hmm. we're doing this. Now, how do we, and you mentioned, okay, here's how you can maintain your benefits, but how do we make money? You wrote a book on this about how to yeah. find jobs. Uh, I'm a writer, but not everyone is. Um, I, I can be outgoing, but not everyone is. Right. How, how do you find a, a remote work to sustain your lifestyle that fits all personality types and all skill sets? Yeah, it's so funny you say that because um, if you Google the term remote work, um, like a million results come back. Yeah. And you would never know if that is a remote friendly job or a remote first job. You know, meaning like maybe you can work from home once a week on your couch. That's remote friendly. Mm -hmm. What we're looking for in the nomad world is a remote first job where you can go out and, you know, make a living or, you know, make just some extra money while you're on the road. Um, so my book, Work From Home While You Roam, The Ultimate Guide to Jobs That Can Be Done From Anywhere, is actually a resource guide with hundreds of real jobs with the links to apply. So it's not just telling you about remote work. The majority of the book is actual jobs that you can apply for. And I mean, everything from, um, I mean, tech work to being a mystery shopper. I mean, you could get a hundred, you know, a hundred thousand dollar job in the book. Um, or you could be a seasonal worker from the book. I mean, everything is in there. And I have lots of people that have written me that make two or $3,000 a month, just in side hustles from the book. Um, it's amazing what you can do online now in your spare time, but there, there are jobs for everybody, introverts, extroverts, um, you know, artists, tech people, transcriptionists. I mean, um, I could go on and on and on. There are a million jobs. So what I've done is I, as I put the link to apply and I tell them what they're looking for and how much it pays and when it pays. And, um, you know, you can just go through, I think the best thing about it is, it opens up people's minds to what's out there. Like you could scroll through forever and go, oh my, I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. I didn't know. Um, it just it just opens up your mind to, to know that there is a way to make a living out there for everybody or just a way to make some extra money. I have lots of people that use the book um, to make a little extra money so that they can get out of their corporate job faster, you know, to pay off yeah. their rig, pay off medical bills or whatever it is. So. If if I had a phone right here with me, I would imagine you, all the buttons would be lighting up with calls coming in with, with <laughs> questions. And so one yeah. of those questions I imagine would be, well, that's great. If you're already a writer, if you're already a photographer and you already have some experience, then it's easy to just hit the road and take that momentum and mm -hmm. and keep going with it. What about those people like, okay, I need to start something new and I need to get paid sooner rather than later. What are some options for folks like that? Well, there are all kinds of options. It just depends on where you want to go in the end. So, um, for example, let's say you want to teach English as a second language. There's a cat crawling up my leg right now. I just want you to know that. <laughs> 
Um, because every every uh, road trip needs a partner. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, one with really sharp claws. Um, so yeah, let's take ESL for example. Let's say if you're a native North American speaker, there are jobs to teach English online without a degree in that, without a certification in that. Now, a lot of those jobs will pay you more if you have the certification, but it's as easy as going online and basically auditioning for these companies. And then you, a lot of them are teaching children in China or Korea or something online. That is something that anyone that speaks English can do. Now, of course, they're going to prefer it probably if you have a bachelor's degree or something. It doesn't have to be in English, you know, if you audition well. Um, but there are all kinds of other jobs. For example, um, I've done some videos on this also. There's all kinds of market research. And I don't mean necessarily taking surveys. There, there are different demographics that companies need for people to go out and research things or answer questions, or they'll have them videotape themselves and audio record themselves while they're looking at a website, for example, and giving feedback on if the stuff was easy to find. And, you know, for, for women or men in my demographic, especially, you know, like 50s, 60s, 70s, nobody's applying for that. You know what I mean? They, yeah. That's a huge market. And nobody, you know, mostly 20 and 30 year olds are doing that. So, um, so that's something people can do right away and make money. Um, gosh, there's all kinds of things. I'll, I, I mean, I could go on and on and on. Well, and, and luckily you don't have to because you wrote the book on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the 2024 so, edition um, is coming out in December of 2023. Yeah. Um, and, and every resource in there is, is updated constantly, which is why it's an ebook. Um, and, and, so. and, and whether you celebrate Christmas or some other holiday or whether you need a new present or not, it doesn't really ha How about a, how about a happy new year gift? Exactly. Buy the buy the book and give your and give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance to right. live and not right. not right. discover that you hadn't. Right. And you know, if you want a regular job with a regular employer, there are whole sections on how to find the right job through the five big employment marketplaces in there where you can still have the corporate job but be on the road part-time or full-time or just work from home. So yes. It's it really, honestly, it's amazing to me how many opportunities there are out there now because we can get the internet on the road. We can get health insurance on the road. Um, you know, sky's the limit. I could do all of this from Portugal if I wanted to. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and the real, and the real challenge to all that is keeping the time zones uh, together. Yes. And, you know, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> time, yeah, time, actually, time zone the, organization. <laughs> in the, um, I have a chapter for teaching English and I actually give them the Chinese time zones in a, you know, in a, in a graph so they can right. know what they're applying for. Do they have to get up at three in the morning to teach that class? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, luckily there's an app for that. Um, oh, there is. Yeah. So where can people go to see your site, watch your videos on YouTube, and most importantly, to buy your books to help, <laughs> help keep you on the road? Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the, the books are on Amazon. Um, you can search Robin Barrett or work from home Robin. It comes right up. Um, and Creativity RV is on YouTube. I have blog, social media. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So, uh, and just a little sneak peek, since, you know, this is releasing in December, we're already looking to next year. 
Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a new book or new project on the horizon that you're willing to share? Um, I'm working on a suspense series that I've been working mm -hmm. on for, for three years. It's RV themed. Um, and I just, I, I, I'm about to actually, um, go into every year I take a, a two month break from YouTube, um, to work on a book. So the last few years it's been nonfiction books and I'm getting back to the suspense series. So hopefully in a couple of years, um, that will be done because it's like a seven book series. So, um, which I'm nowhere near to being done with, but I'm excited to get some time to work on it. Well, don't tell us any more because we want to be held in suspense. Yeah, Titch. I can't. So, uh, yeah, oh, it's good though. <laughs> that was a horrible pun, but uh, thank you for <laughs> indulging anyway. Robin, thank you so much for for sharing your story, for for following your dream and and sharing that with the rest of us and and also paving the way, help making it easier for those who who are just stuck, either stuck behind good reasons or bad excuses. Mm -hmm. you, you are saying, you know, I've, I've got out there. I found a way to do this here. Take mm -hmm. my hand. I'll show you the way. Thank you yeah. for, for all that work. Thank you for having me. And can I just say one quick thing? Yeah, of course. Try something new. Even if it's one little thing that's new, you don't have to dive in like me because trying something new actually rewires your brain and it tells you that other things are possible. Just do something. Don't be stuck. That's beautiful. We'll, we'll end it on that. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Hey, business owners. Are you interested in earning extra revenue? Harvest Host is a platform that connects over 200,000 RVers to local businesses for overnight stays. The model is simple. Hosts open up a space for RVers to park for one night, and in turn, travelers spend money at the business. And there's no cost to be a host. In fact, hosts make an average of $15,000 in extra revenue every year and meet some amazing folks. Visit harvesthost.com forward slash hosts to get started today. This tip is brought to you by TripWizard with a tip for changing your RV air filter. Set reminders on your phone to order replacement air filters on Amazon or a local RV center when it's time for a change. This helps you create a hassle-free maintenance routine for a clean and fresh RV air environment. So, I'm building a van. all van bills and all projects like this, even when you're done, you're never done. Hey everybody, we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico and we're staying with some friends and Glenn is doing major renovations on the cubby van. Okay, this is a friggin' mess. last 10 years, the opportunities to live and work on the road exploded. I don't know if some of you experienced this during COVID, but if you're working at your kitchen table, it's like the work never ends. The emails never end. And so for me, 
I get to come over here and do my work in this nice big area with this big window and then go chill out. And that was possible because I renovated my dinette. To hear the rest of the story and more stories like this, go to the Harvest Host channel on YouTube. You know, the thing about travel is we stay in one place for a while, but then it's time to head out on a new adventure toward a new destination. When we leave a place, it's never really goodbye forever, just goodbye for now. With that said, we're going to hit pause on the Roads and Saves audio magazine. It's been an excellent adventure, and we've loved every minute we've spent with you listening to our amazing guests. But there are more adventures out there. So it's not goodbye, just goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. We hope you have safe travels, and we'll see you down the road.